Hey, Jess. Hey, Kat. I feel like that was so sterile. Hey, Jess. Hey, Kat. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sterile. I'm sterile. Sterile. Uh, I think we're tired because it's like a Tuesday. You're about to pop a baby out, so your body's extra tired. (laughs) I say that. I can sit on this bouncy ball all day long and just (laughs) all day long. I didn't even realize you were on a bouncy ball until you started bouncing. I've literally pushed my chair into a corner. I'm like, why would I ever sit on that again? <laughs> literally. Bouncy balls are where it's at. Like, Heck is yeah. it? Sounds like so much yeah. fun. I need one. It it really does make my day better. Like, good. maybe my back's not going to hurt. And I just get to kind of casually bounce all day. Okay. Like, yeah. that's cool. You feel like no a big little deal. kid. I do. I really do. I love that. It's getting me into character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so You're close. not going to like this one. I'm sorry. Shit. I literally <laughs> was looking forward to it so much. I was like, she's not going to scare the crap out of me. We did so many scaries in October. It's November. It's not spooky. It's not spooky. It's you. Gory. <laughs> I know. I was like, ew. It's the okay. other one. <laughs> I couldn't really tell you what's worse. I think I can handle the gore. I don't really like being scared. I think the gore will be fine. Okay. I I tried to <laughs> Literally do it. was like, oh shit. <laughs> I tried to do it in a way, like, you know that I like to give details. I tried to do it in a way that was a little more subtle and not so brash. Oh, so it's that bad. It's not that bad. It's just like you've never held back before. And it's not no It's just yeah. I I was channeling you and I was like all right. Cat doesn't want to I... know every ounce of blood lost. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I mean the main important pieces are there, but it's like it's a little... I didn't go too in-depth. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> and oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's kind of like a Thanksgiving-ish time, so... Oh, no. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that whole piece of information. Oh, no. <laughs> I, thought the, I thought the timing was fitting, and it just so happened... And it was, like, coincidental. It wasn't like I was looking for a Thanksgiving something. But, okay. I don't, I don't know how to handle this. Okay, we're just going to have to start. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not ready. Let's go. Joel Michael Guy was born on February 10th, 1955. He became a pipeline engineering designer and married Lisa Maderi, who was born on August 8th, 1961. She became a human resources accounts payable administrator at Jacobs Engineering in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Okay. In 1988, they had a son named Joel Michael Guy Jr. 
And okay, I'm not gonna lie. I thought the the Michael guy was bad enough. Joel yeah. guy, but to give Joel a junior, guy. okay. Joel guy There's junior. a junior. Joel junior. Yeah. I will refer Joel, to him as Joel junior later on. Joel junior. Okay. Um. So at the age of 18, he graduated from the Louisiana School for Math, Science, and Arts. He, oh, so super smart kid. Yes. He never really got a job, though, and was living with and off of his parents, who always had supported him. Oh, okay. He spent one semester at George Washington University and then attended Louisiana State University studying to become a plastic surgeon. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, this image of... um. 29 Jump Street came into my head. 21 Or Jump 22, Street. or yeah, yeah, 21, like whatever, when they're in college, and it's like, what are you doing? Plastic surgery. Nice. Nice. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't even know, but I don't know. That just came into my head. And that's so funny. Guy Jr. Nice. Joel Guy Jr. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, while he was in school... Joel Sr. and Lisa sold their Knoxville house and planned to retire in, I'm going to butcher this name, Sirgoinsville? I couldn't correct you if I wanted to. (laughs) That's a hilarious sounding little town. Yeah. S-U-R-G-O-I-N-S-V-I-L-L-E is how it's spelled. Mm -hmm. What state is that in? Tennessee still? Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Anyways, uh, before moving out, they had one last hurrah in the home, and that was Thanksgiving of 2016. Okay, that's recent. The date was November 24th, 2016. Okay. Of Thanksgiving that year. Um, Right. With all this new change in their lives, uh, Joel Sr. and Lisa explained to Joel Jr. that they were going to essentially cut him off. Ooh. Yeah. They said they were going to stop financially supporting him by Christmas. I mean, they gave him two weeks notice like any job would. Like, yep. They were just trying to be good parents. They were likely trying to make their 28-year-old son learn how to be responsible and support himself. He was 28? He was 28. I mean, I know... I honestly... I saw the statistic that said, like, 80% of people under 35 still have their parents supporting them in some way. Like, I totally believe it. Yeah, I believe it, too. Because, I I mean, I have friends that are like that, but me personally, I was, like, right after college on my own. I was like, no. See, (laughs) I, when I first read that, I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, wait. My dad definitely pays for my Amazon. <laughs> like, okay, I guess that counts. Nice. I am in that percentage. <laughs> like, yeah. Dang. I yeah. thought I was an adult. My mom, so I used to be on my mom's Netflix account, but Netflix stopped, like, doing the... Yeah, Netflix thing. really screwed everybody over I with know. that. Like, they but got like, us good. It's It sucks because, like, she was giving me her Netflix and I was giving her, like, my Hulu and... Stuff like that. Oh, so it was like an yeah. even trade. Right. But... Anyways. Anyways, yeah. He was 28. Okay, so he's got... He's 28 and he's got a month yeah. to get his life together and be self-sufficient. Yeah. 
Ooh. So Thanksgiving Day goes on. They try to enjoy their last holiday together in the old house. On November 28th, which was four days later, Lisa's boss became worried and called 911 when she hadn't shown up to work for a few days. Oh, crap. Police ended up performing a welfare check on the guy's home. When they arrived from the outside, the house seemed empty. Officers noted the for sale sign in the yard, but they didn't find a real estate lock on the front door. So they went to the back of the house, and they found that the back door doorknob had been taken out and moved to the front door. So, like, where the back door doorknob should be, there's nothing. That's so... Okay. Um, random. Yeah. I thought okay. so, too. Um, so, they kind of, like, peeked in, and they could see groceries on the floor. Like... Okay. And like as if somebody had just got done grocery shopping. Right. And they were just okay. sitting on the floor and then they noticed like heat, like it was hot. Coming from the house? Yeah. Okay. Also weird. They also noticed a smell. No. And it it didn't specify if it was the groceries that had been sitting there because there were obvious perishables like ice cream bacon sausage or what Hmm. so they enter the house they see the groceries and um they find a table where on it were lisa and joel's wallets along with a sledgehammer i mean i guess okay so like zach and i keep our like like, I'll put my purse, he puts his wallet, and our keys, like, on the same table. Mm-hmm. And, like, if we're doing something around the house, it wouldn't be crazy to see a sledgehammer right. there. Like, right. I mean, don't get me wrong, with all of the other context, pretty weird. Exactly. But if you're, like, actually doing stuff around the house, it makes right. sense. I mean, maybe not a sledgehammer. I guess that's a little more. Yeah. Um, a much more, but whatever. Like, that's an outdoor I digress. tool. <laughs> <laughs> right. Unless you're knocking down walls or something, but um, on a sledgehammer uh, would be a little much. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, but it escalates because on another table they find multiple long-barreled guns. Okay, not gonna find that. Just chilling at my house. Yeah. Okay. So the officers found that the stove in the kitchen had been on and a pot that was sitting on it was boiling. Now here is where I'm going to give a little trigger warning for graphic content. And yeah, so if you don't want to listen to this, you can skip ahead. Cat, I'm so sorry. You again have to sit through it. <laughs> okay. Um, so down a hallway up the stairs, officers found severed hands on the floor. Oh. 
And in a bathroom on the second floor were Joel and Lisa's dismembered bodies. Oh, my God. Yeah. And obviously there's more content online, but that's where I kind of capped it. Oh, wow. You did go Caitlin clean. Thank you. I did. Um, <laughs> but there's there's something that oh, is not so go. Caitlin clean. I'm sorry. Um, so remember the pot I mentioned earlier that was on the stove? No! Yeah. No, Jess. No. Lisa's head was in it. <gasps> That's not even where my mind went. That's ten times worse than where my mind went. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Also in the house, investigators found a bag of baking soda, sewer line cleaner, hydrochloric acid, lye, hydrogen peroxide, and bleach. I have no idea what all that would be for. I still can't get over that our head's just on the stove and these people are breathing it in. Yeah. So all this equipment required a biohazard team to come in and remove it. Oh, I believe it. 100%. Oh, my gosh. So, in an open suitcase, they've also found a name and address of a Louisiana hardware store and a notation about the sewer line cleaner. Hmm. So, proving that someone in the house had bought the stuff. Right. Um, Joel Jr. immediately became a suspect. I mean, obviously. FBI surveilled him for a few days. And eventually apprehended him on November 29th as he was getting into his car. In the trunk of his car. Oh no. Officers found a meat grinder. Ew. Yeah. Upon further investigation, Joel Jr. was found on camera buying the supplies that were found in the home. He used cash and self-checkout for most of the purchases so he purchased them separately like trying to be like not on a radar basically yeah so he would go to like (sighs) home depot one day and then he went to like academy sports for some other stuff and then yeah (sighs) walmart was don't get me wrong like that's a lot smarter than a lot of these other people doing bad things yeah, but you're obviously but, a suspect, bro. Like, Right. <laughs> well, and, like, I'm curious, like, what, you know, like, when police were like, hey, your parents are dead, like, what was it, you know, like, was he, like, upset? Was he, like, I don't care? You know, like, all these other, like, I'm thinking of, like, very spoiled, self-centered mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. When I say kids, he's almost 30. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> whatever. Right. <sighs> um. So the earliest he is seen buying some of these supplies was November 7th. Which is probably about the time that they told him, you've got till Christmas, dude. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So like premeditated and then some. Totally. Yep. Lisa Guy was also seen on Walmart footage buying groceries shortly before she was murdered. Which were the groceries found in the home. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, he's a 30-year-old man-child. He's not going grocery shopping. Right. So now I'm going to get into, like, the timeline of the murder. And it's going to be a little gory again, so 
Okay. Sorry. I'm ready. I'm trying to give as many, like, warnings as I can. (laughs) I'm just like, uh, (laughs) So, on November 26th, two days after Thanksgiving, Joel Jr. attacked his father with a knife in their home gym on the second floor. He stabbed his father 42 times. Oh my gosh. Yep. That is a psychopath person. Yeah. His mother was at Walmart at the time, which we know. Um, the scene showed signs of struggle as a Bowflex machine was flipped over. There was blood on the wall and the blinds were broken. I'm just, like, thinking of this, like, cinematic fight in the second story gym. Right. And Joel Sr. has to be like, what is happening? Like, this this can't be real. My right. son is attacking me. Why? Like. Right. What in the world? Yeah. When Lisa got home, she came in through the front door, dropped the groceries on the floor, and proceeded to go upstairs where she was stabbed to death with a knife by her son. She was stabbed 31 times, and nine of her ribs were severed. Like, you're, oh, oh. Yeah. I just, like, your parents. Your parents. Who have literally, like, I mean. Done everything for you. Yeah, they've done everything for you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. I know. Joel Sr.'s hands were removed and left on the gym floor. Lisa's head was removed, carried down the stairs, and placed in a pot to boil. Turns out, Joel Jr. also tried to dissolve parts of their bodies in a bin of chemicals. Each body part, well, okay, so each body, the pieces that he was trying to dissolve... I'm not going to go into specifics. Each body part <laughs> had a large gash inflicted post-mortem, so the chemicals would essentially try to take effect faster. Joel Jr. sustained several cuts on his hands and leg from the struggle with his father. Around 3.30 p.m. the day of the murder, he was found on surveillance at Walmart, in the first aid section, getting band-aids and ointment for wounds. Oh, he... Guy Jr. just, like, goes... Yep. To Walmart as if nothing happened because he's got a couple cuts. Yeah, some boo-boos he's got to take care of. All of this is such a psychopath feel. Just wait. No. Okay, so... Okay. I This next section is called Further Proof in my notes. Oh, Lord. So we're just burying him in a hole. Um, Or he's (laughs) burying himself in a hole, actually. So, in Joel Jr.'s backpack, police police found a detailed notebook explaining how he was going to murder his parents and destroy their remains. What? One of the pages mentioned in trial wrote, I'm going to give a bunch of bullet points, just so you know, um, and I'm going to read it as it's written. It wrote, quote, get killing knives, dash, quiet, dash, multiple. Get carving knives to make small pieces. Get sledgehammer, slash, 
or dash crush bones. Oh my god. Bring blender and food grinder (gasps) dash grind meat. Oh my god. Get bleach dash denature proteins. Get plastic bin for denaturation denaturation process. Does not matter where they're killed. Just get rid of bloody spots to prevent evidence of time of death. And in parentheses, it says not the mattress or couches. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of bodies inside house dash there and my DNA already there. He needs to be blamed, not intruder. Meaning, I think he was trying to frame his father for this, but, like, how? You know, by switching the back doorknob to the front. Like, that's what was going to make his dad... What in the world? (laughs) I'm not even close to done. Oh, God. Um, Flush chunks down toilet. Oh, my God. The phrasing there. What what are we doing? In parentheses, not garbage disposal. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Get plastic sheeting for disposal process. You just use computer room gun. Dash check to make sure there are bullets. Dash last resort. He's not alive to claim her half of the insurance money. Dash all mine. In quotations. Or in. Not quotations. Parentheses. Parentheses. 500,000. My mind is so not here that I wasn't even doing that. Thinking about the insurance money? Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That's what he was doing this for. Exactly. Okay, mom and dad, I have until Christmas to get my life in order. You have a month for me to be able to collect your um, insurance money. Oh my god. Yep. Okay. There's still like eight bullets. Oh god. Um, flood the house, covers up what? forensic evidence. Turn heater up as high as it goes, dash speeds decom- decomposition. Bleach reacts with luminol just like blood, dash douse area with bleach. Big sprayer, lie, tra- trash compactor? Question mark. Body gives time of death. Dash alibi. Don't have to get rid of body if there's no forensic evidence on the body. And then in all caps it says his fingerprints and DNA. And that was the last bullet. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like that's more thought out than a lot of murders we've covered. That's actually true. And I've thought about this when I was writing this. I was like, I wonder if people are going to like... Useless. <laughs> this is a recipe for murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, ew. Yeah. Ew. Like, it just, like, I mean, killing anybody, but, like, you're going and killing your parents. You are yeah. writing a recipe to literally murder your parents just it's... for their insurance money. And it's not even, okay. In front of your dad. Oh. 500 thousand dollars is a lot of money don't get me wrong but like it what is that gonna get you like like hardly anything like that's like 
I'm trying to think, like, okay, you could live off of that for, like, and, like, you know, whatever. We'll say five years. Because apparently you're used to living this whatever lifestyle. Right. So five years. Tops. Tops. You are killing your parents for five years worth of money. If he tries to buy a house, like, that's it. It's gone. Right. Yeah, just... And, you know, Zach and I, my husband and I talk about all the time, like, the disregard people have for human life. But, like, mm-hmm. this is literally yeah, disregard for your parents' life. Two people for you are supposed to love. Me. Like, biologically. Bi- bi- <laughs> biologically? Biologically, thank you. Biologically, who you're supposed to love. And you kill them. Right. Oh, my God. You were boiling your mother's yep so now i'm gonna talk about trial Mm. um it's only four bullets and (laughs) it's pretty i didn't imagine it was gonna be extensive (laughs) um so in october of 2020 his case finally went to trial Joel Jr. pled not guilty during trial. He did, however, file a motion that he be given the death penalty if convicted. Meaning, he wanted kind of an easy way out. Right, that's such... I mean, I don't want to call it a little bitch move, but, like, it is. Yeah. His defense counsel essentially didn't really do anything to support him. (laughs) Oh, that sounds... Karma's a bitch. Um, trial took four days and Joel Jr. was found guilty and sentenced to two consecutive life sentences. Four days? I don't know that I've heard of a trial only lasting four days. Literally. Like, I, I literally don't think the defense counsel, like, said anything. Four? Like, that is, you would talk about a quick and speedy trial, like... Yep. That might be a record. Four yeah. days? I mean, obviously the kid's guilty, but, like, <clears throat> was he sentenced to death? Like, did they give him the death penalty? They, no. They, he was sentenced to consecutive life sentences. Oh, God. So, but in addition to that, he was also convicted for abuse of a corpse, which added four years on top of that. Hey, so, like, may as well. Let's say uh, a life sentence is like 100 years. That's 204 years. Yeah, good. Oh my gosh. Bye. He Four is days. Curr- yeah, <laughs> he is currently incarcerated at the Northwest Correctional Complex in Tiptonville, Tennessee. Tiptonville. Tiptonville. Okay. Good, um, at least it's not worse. The last bullet is from... Um, Joel Sr. and Lisa's obituary. Um, and I thought it was really sweet and showed what genuine people they were. So oh, this is going to read me. that. Yeah, sorry. Um, I did cry while I read it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, just because I know like what now we all know what happened to them. Right. So part of the obituary states, quote, Joel, an engineer, engineering designer, and Lisa, a full-time mom, then an accounts payable administrator, were married for 31 years and were true soulmates. 
They both had a great sense of humor, were loving and kind-hearted, and the most compassionate people. They were the loves of each other's lives. Yeah. And then they had a psychopath son who murdered them. For money. For a, we'll say a medium sum of money. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah I didn't that like that one. Is Joel Michael Guy Jr. May he rot in hell. No shit. Four days. Like, I hope he wakes up and thinks about that every single day. You were in trial for four days because you were so guilty. You're going to die when I post the pictures because it's like the um, trial was in 2020, which is like... COVID. COVID. So he's like in trial in this suit, like wearing one of those visor things, and he just looks dumb as shit. I'm not going to lie. I I think that those always looked really funny. It's so funny. <laughs> like, I personally never wore one of the, like, shields, but... Yeah. <laughs> it was probably, like, a court-ordered thing, but still. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Gross. So, you'll get a kick out of that, but, yeah, that's, um, that's my Thanksgiving-ish schmurder. Schmurder. Muckduck. A schmurder. I am staying inside from... Crazy children, I guess. Or... I'm going to make sure my kid doesn't, you know, have a spoiled Is life independent. or something. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. it's harder than it sounds, but yeah. That was Anyways. rough. That was gross. Yeah. I'm so glad you spared me what you did. I know. Us and all of us driving to work on Friday or driving home from work on Friday. <laughs> oh, rough. Well, if you guys want to keep listening to more reasons why to stay inside, um, follow us on Instagram at Stay Inside Podcasts. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Stay Inside Pod. Or email us at stayinsidepod at gmail.com. And if you live in that town in Tennessee, let us know how to say it. Uh, yeah, the Sir Goinesville or something. <laughs> yeah, that would. <laughs> Then Sirgoinsville and then Tiptonville and a See, lot like of Vils. A lot of Vils. Yeah. Many Vils in Tennessee. <laughs> Vils and Hills. <laughs> but uh, okay, bye. okay, on that point, bye. <laughs>